Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is a place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez. And Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Hello, 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 wherever you are in the world today. Thank you for joining me. I'm Amy Hager here with another amazing, exciting guest for our show. And, um, you know, if you haven't caught a lot of these videos, I love being or, or interviews, I guess, depends if you're listening on the podcast, viewing this live on Facebook or checking us out on YouTube. I love when I get the chance to really bring our clients to you all to really talk about their business and, and what's going on in their business. Cause I know we all have different struggles and problems and things going on. And so at least sharing these stories of how we're making progress to really move business forward in a joyful way brings me a lot of joy. So my expert with me today is Michelle. And so Michelle, tell us who are you? Where are you? What do you do in this world? Hey, hi there. I'm Michelle Pierce. I am the owner of Creative Edge Interiors. Uh, we are a primarily in the residential sector of the luxury market doing renovations, full home furniture packages, and then we also do commercial upon request. We love that sector as well. We're based out of the Phoenix, Arizona area, and then we travel to our clients for the right project. So we actually work out of state as well when, when the project is a really good fit for our firm. So that is us in a nutshell. Well, and I love, like, again, you're empowered to choose the clients that work best for you and where you want to work and when you want to work. And that's like a beautiful setting to have. And that's, that's part of the definition of what a joyful business is, right? Um, okay. So what I want to go back to is how you had a $500,000 a year business without <laughs> an email list or a newsletter. Like I, I love that we were able to create this with you and yeah. email is totally mine and Shannon's jam. And I'm glad it's your jam now too, but tell me what the heck were you doing? How were you communicating before you had like an actual list and MailChimp and sending the newsletter? Like, were you just like sending one-off random emails? Were you BCC? Yeah. What were you doing? Everything. Oh my God. It was all the things. Um, it was the most laborious frustrating process ever. And I've had mentors that have been talking to me for years about getting a CRM and, you know, doing an used to call it email blast and a monthly newsletter and all the things. And um, I kept saying it's on the list. It's on the list. But I was so focused on growing the business that I think I didn't realize the importance and how much time that would save us. I was legitimately every time I needed to send something out like, oh my gosh, you know, we won awards or check this out, the newest, latest, greatest, or have you seen this? Or we just got a new website or whatever the situation was, holiday cards of whatever holiday it was, literally typing up an email and putting 600 <laughs> out of my phone, sitting here for hours, BCC on all the people. And I didn't even know that wasn't allowed, but I was doing it because it's all I knew how to do. And I was kicking it way old school to what I learned way, way, way back in the day. So I'm very glad that part's over and that this CRM is in place. And now, I mean, literally it's moments compared to hours. I'm not lying. It was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. And so um, when you, when you decided with Shannon that you were going to start an email, mm -hmm. um, like how, 
how did you figure out what you were going to actually talk about mm-hmm. and what were you going to send to your peeps? Like, how'd you figure out what people actually wanted to hear from you about? Yeah, that is a really great question. We honestly pulled a bunch of people. I asked family and friends. I talked to previous clients, existing clients. Uh, We put um, to some of our connections, um, part of the dames. And so we put out a poll to the dames and asked questions of them. And really what we're talking about is like, if I could make your home a place you'd never felt like you needed a vacation from, like everybody gets inspired by hospitality and travel and all those things. So we really do provide our clients luxury living at home where you don't have to be afraid to actually live in those spaces. You can still have something look so beautiful. Like if I'm trying to design a home, you don't need a vacation from, what does that mean to you? And so give me descriptive words. Maybe it's feelings. Maybe it's like, I want it to be a specific room. Maybe it's the whole house, whatever that may be. We just started collecting all this data and I just made a gigantic list. And that way I kind of knew what do the people want to hear? Like, it, I didn't even think they would want to hear, T- to be very honest. I'm like, what am I going to say that anybody is interested in because I don't do DIY projects? And so I couldn't, I didn't want to create something that was off brand for me. And so it wasn't going to be filled with like specific data necessarily, but still everyone is still asking these questions. And so it was just such a good way to get that feedback back. And then to be able to say, how can I tailor that now to really what inspires me and to, to try to get people to be like, oh yeah, I actually do want to hear about this. So anyways, that's, <laughs> that's well, that and part. Again, it, it makes you different. It isn't a DIY. It isn't right. the, oh, here, this is where you hang this photo, or this is the color of gray that's in right now. Mm-hmm. It really is, you know, being true to you, your brand and your expertise. And we, um, we do work in our content personality club and we just worked on brand commitment statements. And I had one of our clients who was a financial planner for women say, well, you know, I put it on my website. It's on my about page, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, you're not actually like using this in an email. You're not using this in social media. Like people want to know more about you and your brand. They want to what are you all about? What makes you tick? And why do you do what you do? So really opening up that door to kind of connect on that deeper level is so beautiful. And so tell me a little bit about, um, about the difference between your email and what you're communicating there and what you're doing on your social media. Cause I think that's also really interesting how those two play together for you. Yeah, they, they are um, extensions of one another, but they have totally two different focuses. So I would never say that I'm a trendy designer. I consider myself a super functional designer. So I do give yes. you, you know, casual sophistication, but I'm not going to follow the trends because if you're investing this kind of money in your home, I want this to be lasting and beautiful. And I don't want you to look at your house and be like, well, that was 1999, wasn't it? You know, and so the social media page to me, I really consider that a landing page. That's really where people get to see behind the scenes. Like, what does it look like? It's a hot mess when we do construction and it's going to get uglier before it gets better and all that kind of stuff. It's where you can see before and after it's where you can see whatever, I mean, whatever we're posting on there. Whereas, you know, what we're talking about in the email outreach is really focused on our process you know, how, how do we get inside a client's head 
So you can literally come to three meetings with my team and invest a couple hours each time and your house is completely designed. You've almost never even stepped foot anywhere else except for a couple of little interactions. So it really talks about you know, the process with us and what our belief system is and why this is so important to us and, you know, how do we interact with clients? And so, yes, there's a lot of design related items in there as well, but it's two just completely different focuses. So, hope, you know, and I'm new to it, so I'm still learning as well. So great. Um, I think yeah. you're doing great. And I think, again, they complement each other really well. Yeah. I love how, you know, your social media is kind of like that behind the scenes where, you know, when you go then to your website, it's very polished. It's all those finished, you know, projects that look gorgeous and beautiful. And the thing that I think you tie together really well, and I know you worked on this with Shannon, is making sure that the words that you're saying really resonate mm -hmm. with what you believe in and mm -hmm. whether it is the showing the stages behind the scenes on social or speaking on your website or in your newsletter it still all is so still on brand mm -hmm. but very very different yeah very different yeah so then when we think about your email you've been you've been at this for about three months now mm -hmm. no more bcc the bcc right. is Dead to me. Dead to me. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> You're actually like sending, um, you know, communication out consistently to an mm -hmm. email list. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what right now for you, what's the ROI on email for you right now? I would say the biggest thing. So we chose to do it twice a month. Uh, mm -hmm. We chose to put it out on Wednesdays, and those were very strategic days that we chose just to try to make sure that it's not catching people at a bad time of week, per se. Yeah. Um, really, the biggest ROI and the thing that's been most exciting for me so far has been just the overwhelming response that I get. Every single time we send it, I get at least five emails each on each of those days, generally right away, to just talk about how oh my gosh, I loved reading this, or this was so cool to see, or thank you so much for putting this out there, or you know, whatever. In one instance, I had a client I hadn't spoken to in about 14 years, and he came back and wanted to talk design. And so we set up an appointment from that. And I had another existing client that has been a great referral base for me. She had referred my firm, um, me and my firm to, you know, somebody that she worked with. And so he was looking for some help. And then she happened to forward him my information, my email outreach. And so then he called me. And so it wasn't technically a direct result of that. But that was such like almost like a good backup plan. It was such a good reiteration. You've got to talk to this firm. They're so great. You're going to love working with them. And then all of a sudden he starts seeing this data as well. And she's just funneling to him what I had written. And so by the time he called me, he already felt like he knew who I was as well. And that is a really good, I think it's good positioning, you know, yeah. to be able to have people see that and then like one, another comment we had received one day is like, I've put you in my goal list, you know, and then like, what an honor. It's just such right. an honor for people to say, oh my gosh, you did that project. And then I emailed one-on-one -on -one with them and like, check out these before pictures. I wish I would have thought to do it. It would have been the perfect post because some of these are on the renovation side, it would just blow your mind. And that's really that connects so deeply with people because they're all so visual, you know, and my, I can see it in my head, but right. they really want to see those before and afters and things like that. So that's really been the best ROI right now is just, you know, getting such great 
messages and communication back and then being able to have those chats with people every other week and then you never know who it's going to be but it's constantly coming in it's just it's really really touching to see that so I love it it's it's very like it resonates deeply because I'm like oh my gosh that came from my heart and that it it's resonating with you just makes me so happy and so talk about joy that's that's a big joy Right. And I love, you know, again, like on the forwarding of the forwarding end, when you forward that Mm -hmm. message to Shannon and I from a client of like, just the compliments that you received about what you were writing and what you were sharing. Mm -hmm. And then I think there was the ending line was, all right, now let's get down to business. Can we schedule some time? And so like, again, it may, I think the thing about email that everybody gets annoyed by, I would say is email is the long game. Mm -hmm. It's, it, if you get instant results, that is awesome. But I don't think that that's always what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so to have that consistent, you know, show up in someone's inbox, tell them what's going on in your world, what, what you believe in, what, what really means true to you and your brand and your business and sharing stories. I really think connecting the stories of your clients and the work that you're doing and sharing that with your list is, is so, so important. And when that person is ready, when that email that hits their inbox on a Wednesday hits the inbox at the right time, because they're like, you know what, it's time to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. The best mm-hmm. part is when there's no other choice in their mind, but you, right. Because you've, you've been there for them. Let's take a quick break and pause. Join the Joyful Business Revolution community this February for a public service project for coaches and consultants called Fall Deeper in Love with Your Business. This project was designed for those of us who are moving away from draining business growth practices. And instead, we are choosing to fully embrace business growth in a way that is more joyful and more sustainable. 23 impactful coaches and consultants have come together to answer one question. How has staying true to you helped you fall deeper in love with your life and business? We invite you to join us for this important community conversation. You can join us at www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com backslash deeper. Now back to the show. Well, and it's exciting, like specifically about that, um, about two posts ago, I guess I'll say several sessions ago, um, Mm -hmm. the images that I had posted was obviously a specific client project. And that client emailed me and he's like, can I just tell you, I still love this space. Like, I love it. And I can't wait to work with you again. We're working on it behind the scenes, trying to figure out our plan. Just know that you're already our designer. And I just like, again, it's just such an honor. First of all, that people would trust me to be able to work and and make their home beautiful. It's literally my favorite thing. I love it. But to have a client, you know, recognize, and I know that they're reading it. That's what's so cool. Like it's all the way down at the bottom was the imagery of his project. And so to hey, that's my house. And hey, I still love it. And it still looks impeccable. And all of our family and friends love it. And you're coming back. You know, it's just that to me, it's just like you couldn't give someone better snaps than that. You know, it's just, it's, it's truly just really a cool thing. So. And I think sometimes we get wrapped up so much in the ROI being a dollar amount. 
Like I yeah. have got to make so many dollars off of this activity or my business has to make so many dollars this mm -hmm. year, la, 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 la. Uh, my business is not successful if I don't make $250,000 this year. So a question that I love to pose out there is when you're looking at the different activities that you are taking in your business and mm -hmm. what you're doing in marketing, ask your question, ask the question of how do you measure success in your business outside of the revenue? Mm -hmm. And if you were looking at your email list and getting those messages back and having that communication and having the opportunity to continue to build those relationships, that's a huge success. It is huge. And, you know, I will tell you specifically about that ROI, like it is a mind game and it's hard because if you're a sales driven person and if you're focused, if you're looking at your goals, a lot of our goals are based around our numbers, right? And they're based around top line sales and then how profitable are we and, and how can we increase that and what actions am I taking? And most of the time, especially if you're coming from a sales based background, like I did, then you're yeah. looking at actions equal dollars, just like you were saying. And so yeah. in this instance, it's been really interesting just to be like, I have to just look at this as I am planting seeds. You know, I'm yeah. planting seeds and I'm just getting the word out and I'm cultivating all of these relationships and all of these potential items and staying top of mind of people. And that to me, that's just going to be so important because, you know, if if a new potential client, like for example, I went to a networking event specifically to meet a client, a potential client. And after I met with him, we had a great connection that time and we're bidding on a job. And so we're waiting for a certain thing to happen at his place before we can do that. So I put him on the list and he instantly reached out and was like, thank you so much for adding this. This is so cool. I loved reading it. I can't wait to meet with you. Here's the date that this is happening. Follow up with me then. So it's just kind of, again, it's just kind of like, reiterating all of the things that I'm trying to do and the seeds that I'm planting. And I'm excited about what's going to happen. I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm excited to see what happens. Anything that's brand new, you can't have the expectation. If you, I just started it three months ago, it's not like I'm rolling in millions of dollars just specifically <laughs> from this exercise. But at the same time, looking back at all of the feedback and the, the leads that are coming in that in itself, it's just a very strong ROI, I guess. Right. So right. it's just a different way of looking at that. Exactly. And I think yeah. too, the other thing is like, sometimes we get so busy, like building our business, building our businesses, doing the things, doing the things, meeting the people, getting the clients, all the things. And what I also really want to celebrate and honor that you did this year is you kind of took a pause and said, all right, my foundation is a little bit of sand and I'm mm -hmm. using your metaphor, which I think mm -hmm. is just genius. Mm -hmm. My foundation is a little bit of sand right now and I need to make it more solid, more like cement. Mm -hmm. And so you really spent time this year investing in the foundation of your business. Mm -hmm. And the other thing too, that I don't hear from you very often is that you, you made yourself wrong for doing the way that you did. Like mm -hmm. you knew when you got here, you grew it to where you got it. And now it's time for you to spend time on this thing. Mm -hmm. And so how does it feel now knowing that you have a CRM, you have like a consistent marketing schedule with an email, with topics that you can talk about? Like, do you feel different in your business? Are you feeling different with the clients that you're working with? Like, how do you feel knowing your foundation is no longer sand? Um, I would say the dust is still settling to be very honest, right? Cause this year you're right. I up-leveled all the things. And I think the biggest thing for me is that while my 
top line revenue remained the same this year. Honest to me, that was a huge blessing because I had taken a big step back from taking on as many projects as I wanted. Number one, to be a lot more selective and going specifically for my target market. But number two, just to be able to keep up with new, new team members, new processes, new all the things. And the reason I felt like my foundation was sand is that I did have a good system but it didn't work for the new people that I had because the count, my people count had changed. New roles were incorporated into my firm. And so there wasn't any way for us to have any solid footing, whether it was marketing or processes or whatever. So this year was a whole bunch of that. I feel really excited about what's happening and going into next year. I feel like the work that I did this year just created such a more solid footing that we can go into next year with so much more confidence. And I still am going to do my year end strategy. That's such an important element to me. Yeah. And it's an exciting part for me because I'm like, oh yeah, if this is what happened this year. I can't freaking wait for next year. I actually really am so excited. Um, but yeah, I just want to make sure that the things that I'm doing are continuing to build upon what it is that I'm currently doing. So if I'm adding and solidifying, and again, just planting these seeds and creating options and opportunities is just so important to me. And I think that this was just such an important element of that, that now that we've got that system going and I'm like, okay, it's going now. It's a little bit of a shit show to get there because it was really hard, but we figured it out and we tapped into help you even like tapped into people that are like, we're having struggles. What do we do? And now we're like, okay, we got it. We're, we're there. So now it's just a matter of just giving it the time to just work its magic and continuing to make that be an emphasis because it, it really is an important part of the business. And it's something I didn't know I would enjoy that I'm actually like loving. So there's that whole element, which is was rather surprising. So, right. And I remember you had described like, you're at the point where you're like, oh, another thing on my plate. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. But when you really took the step back to look at all of the other systems and processes that you had in place, when you look at the impact that you can make in the, the relationship building, sometimes it's okay to just take that breath, mm -hmm. take the pause, focus on what you need to get done to then move yourself forward. Mm -hmm. And I really, again, I applaud you for taking the breath, trusting and going for it. And here's the thing that I love is you're working the plan. Yeah. You're working the plan. That's data. We'll get the data back and decide, all right, do we need to make, make tweaks? Mm -hmm. Is there something else that needs to be said? But right now, getting the response that you're getting three months in and having you know the referral to the referral and having top of mind awareness with people, I would say it's working out pretty good. Yeah. It's working out pretty great. You know, it's really interesting too, because you're right. When I, when Shannon and I first started talking about this and I was like, how do I do magnetic marketing? How, what does that look like? What does this mean? This term, it was new to me. I knew that I wanted it, but I just didn't know how to get that. And so when she told me like, well, that's on you, like people can't write this for you because it's your firm. It's your, you're the designer. Like it's coming out of your head. And I, I did, I was crying. I was like, I can't take any more on right now. I just, I'm going to lose it. And even the first time I was like, I don't even know what to write. I just was frozen. My brain was frozen. I'm like, Shannon, I don't know what to do. And she's like, all right, we're doing this right now. And she's like, just start talking to me. I'm like, I'm not good at this. 
Like really last minute is not my jam. I'm a thinker. I'm a planner. So we just started typing. And then she's like, literally in 15 minutes, she's like, Michelle, we're done. And I'm like, what? And so then she sent it to me and then I was able to kind of finesse it. And all of a sudden it just kind of like opened up this floodgate. And so when I sat down to like finesse it and start thinking about the strategy and like writing in future posts, I was like, oh my God, I used to love creative writing. And I just was so focused on build the business, grow the business, do all the things that I forgot that entire side of me. And so it was really fun to kind of get to tap into another creative outlet and actually kind of bring that to life in something that I actually am good at. And I do really like it. And so it wasn't like this drudgery of like something that was terrible. You know what I mean? So anyways, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have that saying, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. But I'm really, really glad that you like leaned into it, tried it. Because here's the other thing. We may think we hate things or we don't Mm -hmm. like things or we don't have time to do things. We really don't know until we try. And so again, the fact that you just kind of leaned into it, tried, figured out a way to get the first one done that worked well for you so that you can then do the second one, do the third one, and then make Mm -hmm. it part of your practice. Again, it's, it's all a journey. And I love that you were able to collaborate with us to get this out the door and that you're really enjoying it now as part of your day, you know, day-to-day business. Yeah, me too. I'm so thankful about it. I honestly, like, I'm so thankful for the work that we did this year, because again, it just, it inspires me about what's to come. Like if we can do this volume and do this, that, and the other with what we had and blah, 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 and all the little broken systems, like we had little gaps and holes here and there, but just to like bring all that together, just imagine like my goals for next year, they're very aggressive. I'm a pretty aggressive goal setter anyways. Um, but I can't wait. Cause I just feel like this is going to be a part of it that makes it all happen. So I'm very excited. Yay. Yeah. Yay. I'm excited Yay. for you. Thank you for joining me on today's yeah. show and talking a little bit about one of our favorite things, emails. And um, if you like what you've heard, make sure you come on back. You can find us on Facebook at the Joyful Business Revolution for Coaches and Consultants. And um, we didn't dive in at all today on your content personality, but if you Mm. haven't taken our quiz, please Google the content personality quiz and see what content personality type you are. So Michelle, thanks again for joining me today. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.